Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MIA with Damini. Get a pen, grab a notepad, and happy learning. Hey guys, um, so this is like the first part of the do's and don'ts of a small business or a growing business, like I like to call it, um, series. And this first part is the five do's, <laughs> right? Yeah, that makes sense. The five do's, the five things you should do, let me say it that way, the five things you should do as a growing business, right? And these are, these are like top of mind things. These are things that you should prioritize each and every, um, each and every day that your business is open. And then also as an entrepreneur, the difference between you and someone working nine to five is you don't work nine to five, you work 24 hours. Once your eyes are open and your brain is awake, work has already started for you. Because as a business, your business doesn't sleep. You are hopefully at some point you've been employing so many people you need to make sure that those people those people now depend on you so basically business owners don't sleep and that's i think that's one thing that a lot of people get confused by thinking that entrepreneurship and you know running your own business is like oh it's so cool fine i agree that it has certain perks to it you can pick your work hours which i don't think i think that's people 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 are not purely honest about that. You don't get to pick your work hours. Your work hours most of the time actually pick you. For example, now if you're in a service-based industry, whatever service you're rendering at that point, when your client comes calling and you want money or you need money, you're going to answer them. They come calling at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. If you need money, you'll answer them, right? Um, so, yeah, let's jump right into it. The first thing you should do as a business, right, a business that you want to take to the next level, a business that you want to grow, um, a business that is literally just starting up is always innovate, right? Um, in one of my previous episodes, how I explained this was research and development, R&D, right? Always be researching and developing a new product or a new feature in your business. Always, always innovate. Always pursue a better standard. Always look for ways to imp- to improve your product. Always look for ways to even introduce substitute products, new set of products, and things like that. Never ever just relax on what you have. So if you have a fantastic product now, that's great. Um, but always innovate. Always introduce new things. Always test out new things. Always look for how to improve that. Um, product or service that you render and look for ways to even improve the relationship between your customers, potential customers and your product or service, right? That's another form of innovation, customer relationships. You can innovate there. You can pick up new strategic customer um, engagement techniques, all of that, right? Always look for ways to innovate. You might not need to innovate the product itself, but you can go ahead to innovate the system or the mode of delivery or the follow-up of the product right so when it comes to when it comes to sales there's pre-sales during the sales and post sales so that's like three different areas that you can innovate you can innovate the pre-sale area um what's the kind of conversation that you're having with the what's the kind of conversation you have with your potential customer how are you speaking to these people you can innovate there you can improve there um during the sale 
what are you what are they getting what kind of product are they getting what kind of sales offers would you be offering what kind of um price points are you offering then after the sale what kind of after sales service are you providing what kind of you know warranty what kind of you know uh policies are you putting in place what kind of engagement are you putting in place after the sale to get them to come back again right that's where innovation comes in um number two ask for outside advice the thing is once you're listening to this type of podcast you're automatically doing number two which is asking for outside advice um no man is an island uh two heads will always be better than one and i don't mean to go biblical or scriptural but even the bible says where two or more are gathered in my name, I am there. So don't just be one person, right? Don't run a one-person show. Always ask for advice. Always look for other people's opinions. Um, let, let, let other people shed light on your idea and even flesh it out for you or make it bigger than even what you were thinking as well, right? Um, the third thing, which is so important, and I think I say it in every episode and I'm going to continue saying it, have a way to measure success. Have a solid plan and have a way to measure success, which means track your data. For every sale you make, it shouldn't be a thing that happens, hopefully, or you made a wish, right? You're not a genie, you don't have a genie. You need to understand that people came to your business and prioritize your business because of something. Find a way to track what that something is, right? Could it be your sales channels? Could it be your... Um, could it be your the platforms you're using? Understand where most of your customers are coming from. Track that track that success. Understand what product is selling the most. Track that success. Understand what products people are even returning. What products are giving you issues? Where people are always complaining about refunds, returns, things like that. Always find a way to track your success. At the same time as you're tracking your success, always find a way to also track your failures, right? The, the beauty of success is that it comes with its own set of failures. A lot of people think that, you know, you just succeed right from the bat, right from the go. Nah, it doesn't work like that. You have to, you know, work at it, fail at it, and then succeed at it. That's typically the cycle that it always runs. Um, number four, which is a tricky one, and most people might argue against it. Well, I wouldn't say most people argue, would argue against it. What I'll say is most people are not ready for it or think they're not ready for it yeah that's the word they think they're not ready for it is hire the best people and keep them engaged right um so outsource where you can and hire where you can right employ where you can and outsource where you can um it's 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 almost the same thing as saying two heads are better than one right if you if you're struggling in one particular part of your business and it's costing you money, it's costing you sales, for example, bookkeeping, you really can't track where your money is going, but you know that your money is going somewhere and you can't pinpoint that, okay, you know what, I'm using this to buy A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You need a bookkeeping person, either an assistant, either a bookkeeper, either a finance person, either an accountant. You need somebody that can track where the money is going to and look for how to plug that hole, so to speak. Right. If marketing is your problem or you have issues with marketing, especially in today's online world or digital world, if you don't know how to run a PPC ad or a Google ad, you don't know how to run a social media um, ad on Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat. If you don't know how to do these things, 
hire professionals, out, outsource these things, and let those people do it for you, right? The thing is, it costs you money, but it generally gives you money. It leads to, and not just money, guys, it leads to peace of mind. <laughs> and if, if you know anything about me, peace of mind is top tier for me. Peace of mind always takes center stage, like always. So it's not, so it's not just about making more money because once you have a system that works, you have a solid plan, obviously you make more money, you make more sales. It also like gives you peace of mind. It lets you also plan, it lets you innovate. Right, so everything I've been speaking about for um, all the do's that you should be doing do one, do two, do three. This number four thing kind of like ties everything all together as well. Um, and then the last but not least is build strong relationships with your key suppliers. I feel like you should, you should, you should build strong relationships with all your suppliers, whether they are key or they are not key. You should just build strong relationships with your key suppliers because you should build strong relationships with all your suppliers because. Right now, it is by relationship that you will get the best price. It's by relationship that you will get the fastest deliveries. It's by relationship you will get the best products right now. We have passed that stage where in business, there's a stage where, yes, money plays a factor. But because this is a supplier, this is supposed to be a continuous relationship, right? And as you continue to build on that relationship, as you continue to improve that relationship, there would be better prices, there will be better products, there will be faster delivery timelines and things like that. And all in general, it just makes everything smooth. So also look at building strong relationships, right? So the first one is always innovate, guys. Always look to innovate. The second one is always ask for help, ask for advice, ask for a second eye, ask for a third eye, in fact, ask for people's opinions, people's thoughts, let people test your product, test your service, let, let them be able to like, explain what you do when you just give them idea of what it is let them be able to explain it to you back so that you know okay it's not ambiguous they understand what they're saying they understand what you are what what we are also providing as a product right um have a solid plan and be able to measure your progress guy yeah, data is life like without data you really can't make decisive progress like you will literally be progressing and you'll not be able to count on or you'll not be able to pinpoint where the progress is coming from. And then when push comes to shove and you actually need data, there's nothing there. And then another person's business, when your business will just crumble, right? So have a solid plan and have a way to measure progress. Um, hire the best. Outsource if you can. Um, employ if you can. Outsource if need be. You know, outsourcing is typically more expensive. So hire if you can, right? I would, I would suggest that as well. Um, there are trainings that you can embark on to train you and your staff that you're bringing in and things like that. And then build strong relationship with your suppliers. Not Obviously, I would say build strong relationship with your key suppliers, but not just key suppliers. Build strong relationship with everybody. Build strong relationship with your customers. Build strong relationship with your staff. Build strong relationship with your suppliers. Build strong relationship with everybody, guys. Like running a business is literally just people management and relationship management. That's literally it. That's what running the business is. At the end of it all, obviously, you want to have a good product. But besides having a good product or a good service, you also want to be able to have a good relationship with everybody that is involved in that good product or good service. All right? So, yeah, that's my that's the first part of the do's and don'ts of your growing business. 
um thank you so much for listening enjoy the rest of your day have a great week ahead so it's a wrap that's about it for today um so you'll be hearing from me in another episode i guess but don't forget to share this with your friends your family people that have businesses and um that will find this type of content useful um so yeah you'll be hearing from me soon Thank you.